Hi, and welcome to Ericode Coffee. Hello, guys. Yeah, we're back after a two-week hiatus, dying Death. session. Death is <laughs> yeah. all around us. Well, you mainly, not me, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't want to say I almost died, but it was close. We all almost die, right? Every day we struggle to survive. Yeah, I'm also dying right now. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, you can tell actually. Look yeah. at his face. Look at this. It's it's pretty bad. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, last time our uh, recording went um, well wrong, I guess. Yeah, the, the video recording yeah, stopped. Yeah, the, the camera overheated and uh, we lost all the footage. So this is, uh, you know, second try. Let's hope it works out better this time. Yeah, I think it's going to be okay this time. Uh, I hope so. I mean, we can... We is, can, is there we no, can only hope. Yeah, is there no, like, th thermometer? <laughs> uh, not, well, that's the thing. You know there's a thermometer as soon as it starts crashing. Yeah, because so, then it checks how he how hot it is. Yeah, it's like oh, it's too hot. Yeah. It's not like what? It's not giving a warning like hey, your phone's getting too hot. Please stop or something. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Let, let's switch to some uh, like developer news. <laughs> yes, we have. No, that doesn't work. It, okay, not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> too messed. No, but uh, yeah, we have a few subjects that are in the news right now. Well, the developer news. Um, one of them is uh, GitHub donations. Um, so uh, mm -hmm. GitHub added a, a sponsorship or donation feature. Um, we also have something about um, utility-based class names. That's not, not really news, I guess. Yeah. Um, and a multi-line truncate uh, in uh, WebKit right now. I hate that name. What, multi-line truncate? Yeah, just call it... Uh, oh, they call it line clamp. Yeah, but that or call it like line-based ellipsis truncate multiple line text yeah yeah because you're not truncating every line you are yeah yeah okay so multi-line truncate seems sounds like on every line you're truncating the text on that line yeah but in this case it's about truncating text that is multiple lines yes yeah that's better but anyway yeah th that's the three points we want to talk about yeah um, let's try that maybe some more or less I don't know yeah, I'm going to try to keep it below... 30 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, yeah, li line clamp, right? So the first... Okay, let's talk about that first. Well, <laughs> yeah. Why not? You want to talk about GitHub? No, because you started with GitHub. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know why. <laughs> okay, let's let's go GitHub. Okay. Fuck it, yes. All right, so, yeah, we have... Um, GitHub introduced uh, a few days ago, I think, like, six days ago? Yeah, it's called GitHub Sponsors. Yeah, so... Um, a new way to contribute to open source. Yeah, so you can now sign up to be... Um, wait, to receive? Yes. To get sponsored by other people? So it's like a Patreon for GitHub. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, people can uh, sponsor you on uh, on GitHub uh, if you contribute to a lot of open source projects or, you know, just if you're a nice guy or gal in, in general, I guess. Well, that's that's the question because, you know, it's a very fun idea, and I tried to uh, join. Yeah. I, the, the idea seems nice. It's just, uh, it's a bit strange to me that you donate to a person instead of the project. Like, uh, there's a sponsor button below the profile picture. Yeah. And to me, that's like, you, you don't you don't care about the person usually <laughs> when you use somebody's open source project. You you care about the project. 
you sponsor them for the project. Yeah, Why not I'm, have a button at the project page? Yeah, I'm curious if you can also um, like sponsor a, a project or something. Because yeah, what, what happens when you have a big open source project where multiple people work on? Ah, wait, I see it now. So th there is, for example, at the bottom of the, if you Google GitHub sponsors, mm -hmm. uh, you'll find the blog on github.blog. Uh, uh, and at the bottom, there's oh, a yeah. screenshot. And yeah. for a big project like Babel, there's uh, a sponsor button next to the watch, star, and fork buttons. Yeah. And if you press that sponsor button, you can see the list of people who contributed and you can sponsor. Um, I guess that's a good way to do it, actually. Yeah, you can also link to other uh, sites. I don't know if that's already a thing, but... It seems still very strange to me to sponsor a single person. Like, you have to manually pick a person to sponsor in a big project. Yeah, it's kind of annoying that you can only uh, um, sponsor a single person, right? Even, yeah. Even if you're like a big uh, open source project with multiple people. It, it just seems kind of strange. If, if you go to github.com slash babble babble, mm -hmm. uh, babble slash babble, uh -huh. <laughs> you can see it in action. There's a sponsor button at the top. And well, there's more than one contributor to Babel. So I'm guessing that eventually there's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is he going to divide the sponsorship money or something or? Yeah, like th that's why I would prefer a button for a project that, that's um, not specified for a single person. Yeah, I think they should do like something a bit more generic. So you can sponsor to one project and then the the amount is just divided between all the people who contributed or something. Even if it's just a few cents mm -hmm. per person. Uh, it's, it's I think it's a nice little way to uh, to sponsor big projects and also well you know yeah motivate all, because all the uh, contributors um, on big projects who I mean even if it's like a small fix they they did it, it's a nice way to motivate them to help more so uh, yeah I think it's a it's a cool way to uh, to kind of you know increase the amount of uh, people contributing on uh, open source projects in yeah. general. That and also people like to be supported in a way yeah. that, that's not intrusive and not, not doesn't sound too greedy. You know, if you have a sponsor button at a GitHub page, yeah. you don't even have to go to their official website or something for the of the project to see a sponsor button. Yeah, and I mean it's also um, like a barrier or a step less to uh, not have to go to someone's you know own personal page to donate mm -hmm. or something. It's just still a little bit strangely, and I hope they will add a button, you know, yeah. for, for projects. It, it's just, it's exactly the same as Patreon. You can uh, yeah, you sponsor like tiers, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I think it's a good, you know, good step uh, for the future. Yeah. But uh, still, I would like to see uh, a, a more, I don't know, less personal sponsor button on a project page. Yeah, so just project-based uh, sponsorships or mm -hmm. something. Yeah, and then uh, the, the the division of the money, the the you know how much money every person gets in the team is not up to the person sponsoring. They shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah, exactly. Um it kind of reminds me of uh, like humble bundle uh, way of, of uh, donating money or something. You just buy something a game and they kind of divide it between 
the developers and also the the current uh, how do you call it a charity uh, mm-hmm. goal or something. Yeah, um, you can you can you can, you can adjust that, it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But still, you don't have to like worry about whatever. It's just you buy your game and donations, and it just mm-hmm. it happens. Yeah, yeah. it's nice because then you don't you donate and it doesn't like cost you more time or energy to you know to mm-hmm. do it. It just feels bad if you have to like it's so personal. Like to me, sponsoring someone is because I use one of their or multiple. Uh, of their projects yeah. in my like open source projects, um, I would sponsor them for those projects specifically. So I would kind of, you know, want to know, let that person know that I am sponsoring sponsoring them for this, yeah, and not not for, not for just them personally, in, yeah, not just in general. <laughs> I like you as a person, so here's my money. <laughs> yeah, like if you go to that um, Babel slash Babel on GitHub.com, yeah. Um, there's that Henry Zhu, and uh, I mean, you can there, there, if you press sponsor uh, on next to his name, you can go to his personal sponsor page, and there's like a description, and there's multiple tiers he set up. I'm assuming. No. Um, it's just I've been working on Babel, he said. So this this guy works on one big project mostly. He, yeah, he doesn't do a lot of other things. Well, he has a few pin projects. I don't know if they are his or things he works on, but I mean, contributors on GitHub, mm. awesome game talks. I mean, the main thing uh, he, he he has a star for like thirty three point three k stars for Babel, mm. and if he's a a big contributor to Babel, maybe you can sponsor him for that. But to me, it's just weird if you do like if you're working on multiple projects and you get sponsored and it's not clear to what goal you're being sponsored. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't sponsor you for something else. I would want you to put that money to developing that project, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So it's, well, it's, I don't know. It's always a kind of difficult because if you sponsor a, a, an open source project, mm-hmm. where, who is going to take care of the money and divide it and all stuff yeah. like that? So you get a, a, a different financial, like, um, how do you call it? It's just harder to uh, to fix that. That's also why Patreon is always like person based and not necessarily project based. Yeah, I guess. It I makes mean, sense. A lot, a lot of times you donate to one or two persons who you know, yeah. and that's it. It's not like I haven't seen a Patreon for a huge group or something. I think, but I, it probably exists. I, I mean, know. if you're a game developer or something and you want to make a free game, yeah, free. You want to get sponsored, maybe. Uh, in that case, yeah. you, 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 why wouldn't you set up a Patreon? Yeah, maybe true. it's personal, but that person will divide it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's for that goal. But but that's what I'm curious about because, uh, like, Project on GitHub doesn't necessarily mean you have to be together and work together. That's true. At the same time, GitHub is like global, mm-hmm. and developers probably already, you know, they are like game developers, for example, kind of work together. Mm-hmm. I think also face to face. I don't, I don't think you a lot. Should, probably. I don't think a lot of develop of um, game developers work mm. like remotely or something. So that's I, I, different. There's a few, but Pro- probably yeah. I mean, to me, you know, my main um, gripe or uh, like the th- only thing that I think they should look into is uh, making it less complicated, less confusing mm. to donate. Yeah. Because the the feature is awesome, and I feel like that's a good step forward 
Uh, it's just, to me, I'm still like, wh- I want to contribute to Babel, not this person working on Babel. I yeah. don't care who, who gets the money. I want Babel to be uh, maintained. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that person to <laughs> receive all my money. E- even if you're a, a nice guy. Yeah, I like you as a guy, but come on. Yeah, I, I agree. So, but uh, it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. L- let's not clamp too long on this mm-hmm. subject. What's the other thing? Line clamp. Ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ha. I got it. Go. Um, wow, classic <laughs> joke. No, it's not. It's shitty. Multi-line truncate. Ah, oh, I still don't like the name. Yeah, yeah l- l- let's rename it. The multi-line truncate. Uh, what's the what's a better term, I guess? Yeah, actually, can I stop you right there? Yes. Because it will probably be renamed by the time that it actually officially comes out. Hmm. Because right now, that that's the thing. It's a r- really good idea. Wait, to call it. Wait, sorry, I just read something. It's defined as a shorthand for max lines and block overflow. Hey, that makes more sense. But block overflow is at risk of being dropped. Mm-hmm. Max lines. Hmm. That That's actually so clear to me. Max lines, three. Okay, and then you put block overflow. That means instead of text overflow, you, you have overflow for the whole block. Yeah, or just text uh, text overflow ellipsis. And that, then yeah, why not? I mean, that's that's the whole purpose. Yep. So, so max lines three, text overflow ellipsis. Why, why would you even... Let's, let's see, max uh, lines uh, property. Maybe we should actually tell them about what... Oh, what this is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you have, you have a bunch of clamps and then... No. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, you, Do you, I have to get them out of the... Clamp. Nipple clamps. Well, I was thinking about like a crab, but the clamp, <laughs> the clamp. What's his name? Is, the, is it a clamp? Though it's what is it? It's, it's from a Futurama, right? Yeah, the clamp. Is is he the clamp? No, it's something else. Clamp. Uh, fuck. I, I, don't <laughs> I don't remember. Know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's clamps. Yeah, it's Mister <laughs> or not Mister. It's just clamps. <laughs> it's clamps. Are <laughs> the clamps? Anyway, yeah. So. um uh, I, don't, I mean, it's not really new, mm-hmm. but um, there's a line clamps property right now. And um, f- for me, I've had a few problems with um, truncating text mm-hmm. w- with multiple lines. So normally you can truncate or you know add ellipses to one line of text. Yep. Uh, you do that with overflow hidden, uh, text overflow ellipses, yeah. and white space no wrap. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is that it's just one line. Yeah, if you have a paragraph of text... And you want the ellipses to be on the second, third, or whatever line. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I've had a lot of designs where the designer was like, hey, I want like three lines, and then if there's more yeah. than three lines, please truncate it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's almost impossible to do. JavaScript or your backend language, with like your CMS should provide it. Like yeah. in, in most cases, that's where you should look for right now. Yeah. But with a CSS property like that. Yeah, especially since you already have an mm-hmm. ellipsis functionality property yeah. thingy. You can do it on the front end now. Yeah. So, um, well, JavaScript's front end too, but come on. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different way. It's fun. You have to manually code it while in CSS, it's based on the style. And and I feel ellipsis is also f- a form of style. It's not per se your content. Mm-hmm. You know, having an ellipsis is not part of your content, but part of your design. So it should be yep. defined or it, it could be defined with CSS. It makes sense. Um, yeah, I also like the fact that um, if you have multiple, like it, it truncates, mm-hmm. but the text is still there. Yeah, 
that that's nice. Like if you have a bigger or smaller screen and you're pushing or squeezing yeah, exactly. the, the, the Be- because box. like the ellipsis is just added for visual, you know, just to limit the amount of lines or text visually, mm-hmm. not necessarily content-wise. Because if you don't want a bunch of text content-wise or it's too much content-wise, you, then you need to do it in the back end. Yep. So you just add like a limit amount of words or characters in your uh, your CMS or something. Mm-hmm. Well, saying that, it doesn't mean that using this will make it, you know, you should also be careful not to <laughs> download the whole blog post on your overview. Yeah, you so, you yeah. still should like <laughs> limit the you, amount. Yeah, you should put like a multiple, what, what is it, like a few thousand words blog yeah. post into an... Uh, uh, a line clamped uh, box. That's probably a bad idea. Yeah, like, uh, uh, like it should it should be based on uh, your design and how many lines you want, mm. what your font size is, and stuff like that. But I don't know. Like, if you want three lines and you have like ten words per line, you you can figure it out. Ten times three. Yeah, it's thirty words. So how many characters is that on average? Maybe you can do it that way or something. Mm. But still, like. It's a good idea to have more words available for when your design is stretching and squeezing, uh, when you have uh, you know different sizes of screens on yeah. your phone. You you might you might not want as much ellipses or uh, multiple like more lines than three mm-hmm. because you have multi- instead of having uh, the the posts with the ellipses next to each other like in in a grid, you might have them underneath each other. So. In that way, you don't mind having multiple lines, like four or five. And it would be cool to be able to, you know, implement it in such a way that you don't need more content in, in a different design. Yeah. To actually fit your whole design. It's kind of... It's nice. I like the idea. Yeah. What's the, well, you know, what's the catch? <laughs> well, the catch is um, it doesn't work. In every browser, oh, okay. as usual. Um, you stopped there. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't work at all. No, uh, yeah. browser support is a bit iffy, I guess. But th- that's not necessarily because of the line clamp. Mm-hmm. But it's because um, to make it work, you need what was the property again? Um, you need display, display WebKit box. Yeah, display WebKit box. And it's like an outdated version of Flex. We, we did a bit of research, and. It turned out uh, the whole line clamp concept, like the, the syntax for it, is based on an outdated flex syntax. Yeah, and it will probably not be the same when it officially comes out. Uh-huh. Uh, other browsers will not fully support it. Will not have, you know, a, a, an unprefixed uh, CSS property unless it that that whole th- problem is is removed. Yeah, of having an, an outdated flex. <laughs> Yeah, as so a base. I, I'm kind of curious how how did this happen? Did they implement line clamp or did they create line clamp while that's a good question? While the old flexbox was active or something? I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's the case because f- it, it it sounds like a pretty new property. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would make any sense that they would add a new property and then build it on top of the old flex syntax. So I don't know. I'm not sure. You know who worked on it. If it's the same team or uh, one contributor, maybe you I know? wouldn't sponsor them on GitHub. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Th- that's the thing. You would sponsor them to like to help make it better. Yeah. Yeah. To, to get it implemented, yeah. I would sponsor them. 
it, it's um it's a really nice feature um if it works mm-hmm. it's just i don't know uh, i hope they figure out a better name because i don't line clamp is fine but having to set how many four different properties yeah so you need display webkit box then you need webkit line clamp with the amount of lines you want and you also need to set the uh, box orient webkit box orient vertical yeah i think th- there was like a, a what's called flex direction yeah flex direction column um and then also well overflow hidden as always for uh ellipses mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know it's it's fine but um yeah, I would still prefer the what was it? Max lines. Max lines three. Yeah. Text overflow hidden. Oh, oh, text overflow ellipsis, and then overflow hidden. But maybe that's not how you know the engine works, and they actually see each line as an inline element, and then you with with that flex. That that's the weird thing to me is the WebKit box. Mm. If that's an older version of flex, flex doesn't do this. Like it doesn't. No, it doesn't see one paragraph of inline text as three elements, right? It sees it as one element. Yeah, it's one element. Yeah. So how can it, you know, how can it calculate then with with a with a line clamp three? I don't know. In my brain, it, it's not like they should really rethink this whole thing to make it work because using flex as a base for this is not a good idea, in my opinion. Uh, because inline. Yeah, elements don't behave like this. Yeah, and also the fact that like uh, flex elements uh, can scale even though they are kind of bound or Mm -hmm. contained in something. Yeah, you were kind of messing with the code earlier, and um, if you put flex on it, it can grow out of its like proportions that it should have. Mm -hmm. So then the overflow or the ellipsis doesn't work anymore because it's you know. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of I don't know. It's yeah. And then they have the line clamp property that overrides like ten different aspects of what flex should do. Yeah. You know, the behavior of flex shouldn't uh, be limited by lines. It doesn't work like that. You can do flex wrap, and then you can change the size of one element inside the flex. Uh, you know, it's it's it, too it so- confusing to me. Yeah, it sounds like me. There's like a technical limitation or something by default. Yeah. And um, a flex. Adding flex as a display is the only way to kind of, you know, uh, implement it properly. I don't know how. I'm works. fine with that if they do it on the backside. I don't want my CSS to be more confusing. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. Like I don't want to use flex for my inline element to have three lines. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. What? That, that's messy. Yeah. That's What's true. happening? So th- that's why I think I like the whole concept. I love it actually. And there's a lot of cases where I've had the same issue, and I had to with JavaScript on on resize, had yeah. to calculate how many you know <laughs> lines I needed, yeah. and stuff like that. It's a mess. Yeah. Um, but come on, especially I mean, I've had like websites where they wanted uh, multiple or called uh, ellipses after multiple lines, mm-hmm. after a few lines, and then also uh, certain words should still be visible. The minimum so, amount of words. No, it's just like uh, it, it should wrap l- properly or neat. Oh, you mean it, one word shouldn't be at the bottom or something? It, or it, it's more like... Uh, text uh, line justify? Is that what you mean? It, I don't it, know. It's like if there's a sentence with... Um, uh, a bl- dot? Blah, 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 is 
and then another word. Oh. It shouldn't wrap it as is and then skip the next word because then the the sentence doesn't look nice. You know How what I mean? How do they want to do that? Exactly. Well, there are there are plugins or I know there's JavaScript. Yeah, crabs. but then you have to literally scan the text, check which language it is, mm-hmm. and then then decide the the, the value or something oh, of a word or a, I don't know. It's like a natural but language interpreter. It, it, it's a lot of work yeah. for something that's not supposed to be and that important. Still, <laughs> to be honest, if you want to really use this and. I wouldn't blame you if you do. <laughs> it's a good, quick, and easy way to get this style in your design. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the the support is okay. Yeah, it's okay. Edge, since uh, version seventeen, that's the previous one. We're at eighteen right now. Mm. So Edge is supported Chrome, Safari, Opera, iOS, Safari, Android browsers, and, and it's all, all prefixed, yeah. but that's fine. If you want to look at that yourself, just Go to can I use and then look for line clamp. Yeah, J- just keep in mind that the display, um, what was it called? WebKit oh, box. Yeah, WebKit box. That's that's mandatory to make yeah. it work. It actually says that here as well. So as soon as that goes out of the window, uh, it doesn't work anymore. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to kind of add a fallback or at least keep in mind that probably it won't work in the future. So yeah, and yeah, I don't mind having no. Dot 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 like triple dots. Yeah, exactly. As a fallback, it's you, okay. Your your fallback is probably that it's just it doesn't truncate. Yeah. So that's fine. Just do a put a max height on your box. Yeah, yeah that can work if you can. Yeah. You can uh, pre-calculate that as oh. well. Like uh, use variables, use yeah. SAS, use whatever you want. Well, it's great. It's <laughs> great. But um, that's number two. Yeah. Do we have time for not a lot of time to be honest? But no. I can I can rage. You can rage for a bit. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. So, okay. I'm I'm gonna just kind of summarize it. I was talking to a potential client, and um, the company was using mm-hmm. utility CSS. So, what that means is that for every class name it literally describes how that element is going to look as a class name. Mm-hmm. So if you want a button, you add the classes uh, BG blue, hover BG blue, text white, font bold, um, like padding four, rounded. And those okay. are all class names you add just to get a button. Yeah. So every time you have another page with the same button. You have to copy that whole shitload of class names mm-hmm. and and paste it. Yep. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm I just don't. I mean, I get it why this exists, and I get it why some people do this. But mm-hmm. but still, why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> why would you do this to yourself? <laughs> what What is this shit? I mean, it's counterintuitive. In a in a sense that, if you have a style and you want to reuse it, why would you have to describe it with multiple properties? Like every time, um, yeah, every time. Uh, on the other hand, it makes sense if you're using uh, a framework, or you're using, you're working with a team who can't come up with names or who spend a lot of time on naming things. Now, I, I ha- I've worked with people like that. But, but uh, fuck me. And it's, it's a mess if you have to, you know, 
discuss a name of a class name. So just give it BG white and then round it. Then you know it's a white element with a rounded border. So it makes sense in that way. And and tailwind is actually one of the better things. If you like the, the reason you're you're pissed off probably is because that person who made it made his own custom CSS, utility for CSS framework. No, I, I'm just pissed at the concept. Yes. Oh. I mean, again, I get it. Yeah. I, I get why this exists. There are people who don't know how to write class names, but seriously, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to say this, but you should think really hard if this yeah. is something you want to do. If you can't even pick a class name, why would you even write your own CSS or even make a website? Well, that's the thing. Uh, I mean, because you clearly don't think properly about how to set up that's, that's your not styling it. or something. That's not it. I, I honestly think it's... No, I'm devil's advocate okay, here. Okay, let's now. go. Yeah. Um, you, you know... What's that called again? The, the CSS framework everybody was using? Bootstrap? Exactly. Yeah. Did people think about things in Bootstrap? No. no they just used the, the class names. Yeah, I know. And, and it's kind of utility first, but, that, but they describe more. That's also why Bootstrap is pretty bad. Yeah, but people like to use that to well, so, work quickly, yeah, I guess. Well, that's always the thing. Um, bootstrap is always being misused. Mm -hmm. The whole purpose of bootstrap, well, at least that's what they kind of, you know, yeah, um, the purpose showed. Yeah, yeah, the purpose. It's that it's made to build something quickly. Mm -hmm. So it's like a framework, or how they call it, um, wireframe yeah. prototyping. It, it, it's not uh, mm -hmm. a permanent solution. Yeah, it's not supposed to be a permanent solution. That's but for some reason, a lot of people were like, hey, I'll I'll just quickly build like a a bit of a template." And, and then add some extra CSS. Yeah, on top. but and and that's 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 w as soon as you do yeah. that, that's where Bootstrap, you know, start to crumble because if you try to overwrite stuff mm -hmm. in Bootstrap, you always struggle with you know too specific class names or too much. Yeah, I've uh, I've tried to work with Bootstrap and it, it doesn't seem flexible enough and it's not complete enough for me to yeah. have it, uh, like a complete. Thing I, I can't so, use them uh, use it out of the box. I think that's also a reason why a lot of people only use the the grid of Bootstrap mm. uh, and not any other styling because it's too yeah. specific and it's not enough. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you still have to write your own mm -hmm. styling or add styling or modify styling and yeah. It, it, but that's why, like I want to I want to stop you there because yeah. that's why this makes more sense because it is like if it's not complete you can add your own. I think, I think again for prototyping or testing, this makes more sense. Sure. Why don't you want to use this? Like, what's your this, main issue? Look at this. The amount of look. Look. What is this? The amount of class names in your template. The amount of okay. So I'm always. I've always been a how do you call this? A neat freak. <laughs> no, it's just control. <laughs> you shouldn't use like. Styling is not supposed to go in your HTML. Inline CSS. Th I mean, this is almost like inline CSS. That's what I wanted to say. Why <laughs> the fuck would you do this? Yeah. Add a bunch of class names and not just add a style tag and just put all your styling in there. It's it, literally the same. You mean a style tag where? Inline on the elements oh. itself. Why, why would you add a, a class that's that's called text gray and not just do style, style color, color and then the color? That's... Because 
I mean, this this adds yeah. a bit more global styling. Yeah. So I get it. You have still variables and stuff like that. So it, it, it's a bit more streamlined, mm-hmm. but it's pretty much the same. Well, okay. Well, there's because it's like sorry. There's like margin. <laughs> bottom two i know why would you not edit just margin bottom two then to the what okay so there's two things you you already named one yeah is uh if you want to change what margin bottom two means or background gray or whatever color gray you can adjust that in your css as as like it's you can see it as variables yeah but in this case it's it's not because it almost is because two is arbitrary two of what you can two pixels two rem yeah, like it's a ratio yeah, of something. Okay. So I think it it can work. It, it's more specific than what I am used to, but it can work. And the second thing is something you maybe haven't noticed yet, but that's why I think Tailwind is one of the better things to use. Is uh, they have a build uh, process uh-huh. where they actually combine every uh, like all those styles. If you use the same class names, they create a single class. Uh-huh. And then they use that, like they rewrite your templates. So they look for elements that have all the same classes mm-hmm. and then make one class out of that. If they can, if that, if that's uh, more efficient. And then they, they have very smart ways to do it because if you have a class name with one extra CSS mm. class name, you know, they will add that to, like they will still keep that one and they will um, remove all the other definitions in the original uh, class name library you mm-hmm. have like the framework itself will get very small. Okay. Uh, like if you if you're if you're actually really curious about Tailwind because I think um, I'm really when I first heard of this I was really like what the hell who the who the what what kind of person would use this it's it's insane right but um so I, I listened to uh, the podcast Shop Talk Show and Nathan Wathen. Nathan Wathen or something. There's an episode where they have the main developer of Tailwind on the show, and they he actually explains things, uh, w- like his reasoning. Okay. And, and he's not an insane person. <laughs> he didn't sound like an insane person. Uh-huh. He made some fair points, and I think in some cases it is more efficient to work this way. He's he's saying he didn't say use this for everything. He said this is in some cases you 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 have a team. Who doesn't care about CSS names? Who use uh, components in the first place? So you're you're not using um, BEM. Mm. You sh- you don't have to. So why not use this to still have a global style? I don't know it, it made sense, and, okay. and I'll, I'll check it out. If if you like, I'm not trying to convince you, and I th- still think I don't want to use this ever. <laughs> um, but. It's it's smart. It's uh, very efficient, and people actually thought this through to how to, how to like build it, how to actually when you deploy it, it shouldn't have like this amount of class names. Yep. He knows that. Okay. <laughs> like it's thought out. Okay. But if you're gonna make your own custom utility first CMS, CSS framework, I probably advise you to not do that. It's a lot of work to make it efficient and work well. So yeah. That, like, I, I don't know. Maybe you're calmer now. No, yeah, I'm, I'm calmer. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll check it out. Maybe, maybe it's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it helps. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's just. I, I just don't necessarily know a situation where you w- would want to use this, but 
I personally don't have one either. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, like the whole reason I at least use BEM, and one of the reasons a lot of people use BEM is because it helps. It it, it forces you to think mm-hmm. about class names and how you're going to split it in components. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you kind of I agree you, if you kind of lose that like philosophy or way of thinking. I agree if you're still used to HTML template, CSS separate. Mm-hmm. But that's not the world anymore with yeah, frameworks and stuff. Uh, like the way you work there is you you think like you can still do it that way. You can still prototype in HTML and give class names, but yeah. eventually you're gonna split that whole class, uh, whole component into its own file with its own name. And then you don't even need a custom BAM class for it yeah. because the CSS is defined in the in the file, and you don't need to refer to it that way because you refer to it through the component name, not through the class name. Okay. So I don't know. It, 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 there is a world for this, and I think use something that's established. Don't use something <laughs> you hack hack yourself in like in a few minutes yeah yeah or you have to spend a lot of time on it maybe yeah. and then i don't know i haven't seen it so i don't know um how good it is yeah but uh it's a nice way to uh to wrap up i'm going to try to get my frustrations mm-hmm. out of the way and i'll i'll check out the podcast yeah this world needs more compromise less you know Clash. Clashing, yeah. Yeah, I guess. All right. Well, thank you for uh, listening and hopefully watching if it works this time. Please, God, please make everything work. Yes, thank you. Oh, also, Audition uh, uh, crashed once this episode, so. Yeah. Good old classic Adobe. <laughs> yeah, well, bye. See you guys later. Ciao.